Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans. Happy Monday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jay Foster. I am your host uh, here to talk to you all about the trials, the tribulations, the news, the stories, the joys, the agonies of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Monday to Friday every week. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Whether you are a regular listener or a first-time listener, I appreciate you. Locked on Blue Jackets can be found wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available everywhere. So today we're going to talk about the win last night, because that was exciting. Uh, I had a bad feeling about the game, and I'm glad that I proved myself wrong. And we're also going to look ahead to tonight's game against the Florida Panthers, which I'm sure will be much less fun. But let's uh, let's start off with, with last night's game, because they did the thing where they allow a goal super early again. I think it was, uh, yeah, it was a minute and a half in. Nick Suzuki, who is just a real, a real talent, uh, scores his ninth of the year. I believe that's uh, the leading scorer on the, on the team, or the leading goal scorer, anyway, uh, because the Habs have been brutal this season. Um... And then the floodgates kind of opened for the Blue Jackets. Uh, Patrick Laine scores his seventh. Jack Roslovic scores his seventh. Uh, Eric Robinson gets a shorthanded goal. That's his sixth of the year. And Igor Chinikov gets his fifth goal of the year. Uh, The first three goals were all on uh, Sam Montembeau, who was pulled very quickly, uh, I think, Pulled 10 minutes in, and then uh, the Blue Jackets scored on the first shot on uh, relief goaltender Caden Primo. Just real, real unfortunate. Um, but hey, I'm happy to see uh, Chinikov get on the score sheet. The The second period is much less exciting. Uh, basically nothing happens until the last minute of the period, and then Tyler Toffoli, because of course Tyler Toffoli scores, um, makes it 4-2. to two. The Blue Jackets have returned to their roots of allowing goals on the final minute of a period to just really kind of take the wind out of their sails and also out of mine. Um, it's a little exciting in the third. Arturi Lekkonen scores a shorthanded goal of his own, so the team's traded shorthanded goals, uh, which I feel like that happened the last time that uh, the Blue Jackets scored a shorthanded goal as well. I feel like it was it was very much a case of we scored one and then they scored one. Um, but Arturi Lekkonen gets his seventh of the season, uh, makes it 4-3 with about 13 minutes to play, and uh, I'm like, okay, this is this is when they disappoint me. Um, but Cole Sillinger, who has never disappointed me in his life, scores his seventh of the season, uh, makes it 5-3 with just over 10 minutes left to play, and then Patrick Lyonet gets his second of the night in the empty net. Uh, just a real nice play from uh, Sillinger to realise that Lyonet is basically three inches away from the net. Just passes the puck over, and uh, it's a, it's an easy goal for Lyonet, but hey, they, they don't ask how, they ask how many. So Line A is up to eight goals on the season, which 
I don't think it is the the number of goals that we expected from him, but considering he missed a bunch of time due to injury, uh, I'm not not at all uh, upset by that. He is up to, uh, I believe, 16 or 17 points on the season. Uh, he's up to 19 points on the season in, uh, in 23 games. So, again, I'm not... Pretty happy with that. Would I like it to be better? Sure. But he's clearly still kind of finding his way back from the injury. Obviously, you know, the, the passing of his father has obviously affected him a lot. So I'm not going to pile on to, uh, to Line A. I am instead going to say, hey, good job, uh, Patrick Line A, on uh, being almost a point per game this season and hopefully... You know, when the power play starts clicking again, it uh, we can we can ramp up those those goal scoring numbers. Um, all in all, fun game, fun game. Definitely, uh, definitely some uh, some things to improve on. I don't like that we let the Canadians get thirty five shots on goal. Uh, that third period, especially, was uh, a real push from the from the Canadians. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll talk about all that plus goaltending. In just a minute, first I've got to tell you about Built Bar, because it's the New Year soon, so that means New Year's resolutions, and if yours is about getting fit or eating better, like mine probably should be, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan, because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you're going to want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which uh, can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You know, I, for me, I want to eat healthy, but like two weeks in, I want chocolate. And here's the great thing about Built Bar, it's covered in 100% real chocolate. Low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, high in protein. And here's the best bit. If you go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. And I... Appreciate you for listening. Um, so yeah, the the Blue Jackets outshot the the Canadiens, which honestly, not necessarily something I thought they uh, could or would have done. Uh, thirty six to thirty five was the final uh, shot count. Uh, they beat them in face offs, fifty four percent to forty five, which is good to see them get back on that hump after. Uh, being outfaced or outfaced off uh, for the last couple of games, um, but yeah, that that third period was really where the uh, the Blue Jackets were outshot seventeen to twelve. So uh, not great. Um, Corpusalo, I thought was was really good. He ended the game with uh, thirty two saves on thirty five shots, which. Is uh, is pretty good for for Corpusalo. Uh He's actually he's been he's been very good uh, the past few the past few games. Uh, Corpusalo has been uh, has been good. I have uh, liked 
liked seeing him play. Uh, he's still kind of working his way up from uh, from his earlier season numbers. He's got an 8.86 save percentage at the minute. He's 6-8. and eight. Uh, But his last two games, he's had a 9.14 and a 9.17. So uh, can't complain about his work anyway. Uh, it... Uh, like I say, he's he's driving up the uh, his trade value, so that's that's always a good thing. Um, the power play continues to struggle. Uh, I feel like I say this every single episode. Uh, penalty kill continues to be good though. Uh, no power play goals allowed to the Canadians, and also a shorthanded goal. Obviously, that goes the other way as well. Uh, no power play goals for the uh, Blue Jackets. For, on the Habs penalty kill, and also the Habs scored a shorthanded goal, um, which is not ideal. But the honestly, I think I've kind of written off the the power play as being good for the rest of this season. So honestly, like, sure, why not? We're we're already outscoring you a bunch. Let's uh, let's do that. Blue Jackets up to sixteenth on the kill, which is nice. Uh, hopefully, they can keep keep pushing. On, uh, on that regard, uh, the power play is terrible. Th 30th in the league, we've dropped down below the Capitals. The only teams worse than us are the Canadians and the Coyotes. So there's that. Um, in terms of who I thought had a really good game, obviously really great to see Line A uh, contributing. Uh, Gus Nyquist quietly had a really good game. Uh, he had two assists on the night. Uh... Again, really great to see Roslovic get a goal. Uh, Chinikov and Sillinger scoring is uh, is really good. If uh, if Chinikov finishes the season with with ten goals, I will be very happy. I think uh, I'd like to see Sillinger get fifteen to twenty. Um, he's kind of on pace for about fourteen at the minute. So if he can, you know, maybe score a couple more, that would be that would be great. Um, in terms of who. I didn't like as much. Uh, I think, I don't know, I'm still confused by how much ice time Gavin Berutha gets, um, and also how much ice time Andrew Peake is getting. Andrew Peake played almost 30 minutes last night. Uh, in fairness, like, partially that's because Jake Bean uh, only played just under seven. Uh, Bean was injured in the second period, I believe, a lower body injury, so unlikely that we'll have him tonight. So I assume uh, Gabriel Carlson will uh, will draw back in or maybe uh Dean Kukan if he's uh if he's healthy um Boone Jenner was 77% on faceoffs and played 18 minutes like that's that's what you want from from a center honestly uh is he maybe a legitimate center a legitimate top 6 center in this league maybe not but he's doing he's doing good things uh so you know i uh, consistently impressed with with the season the Boone Jenner is having, um, and hopefully it uh, it continues. Once again, Jack Roslovic, I believe, was the only. Uh, I know Jack Roslovic and uh, Sean Corrali were both under fifty percent in faceoffs. So uh, something to something for them to improve on. Um, but like I say, it was nice to see uh, Roslovic get a goal. And um, honestly, I still really like. Uh, Corelli's uh, energy line, um, him and Robinson, and I think Bemstrom is on that that bottom line at the minute. Obviously, uh, Texier spent most of the season there, but he's out injured and also has been playing above the fourth line for a while now. So yeah, just 
that's a that's a fun line. Uh, we love to see it. Tonight's game, I think, is probably going to be a little bit less a little bit less fun. Uh, but we are going to talk about that in just a minute. It's again the preview for tonight's game against the Florida Panthers. It's coming up next. So the last game against the Panthers was um, not great, shall we say? Uh, that was the uh, the nine to two loss where Elvis allowed four goals in the first like 12 minutes and then Corpusalo allowed another five. Uh, so honestly, all I ask for um, tonight's game is that that doesn't happen again. Honestly, um, obviously the, the Panthers are playing really, really good hockey. Uh, I assume we'll see Bobrovsky again, who continues to impress uh, 921 on the season. Uh, player to watch for the Florida Panthers. Uh, we talked about this with Armando Velez of Lockdown Panthers when we did a, uh, a review of or a recap of uh, the last game. Jonathan Huberto has eight points in his last five games and uh, last I checked is leading the NHL in scoring. Uh, I don't know if that's still true. It is still true. He has 62 points in uh, the 40-something games that the Panthers have played. 45 games, uh, 62 points for Jonathan Huberto. Uh, should absolutely be in conversation for the heart. Um, honestly, for me, it's between him, uh, Shosturkin, and Ovechkin. Those are my current uh, heart finalists just because, obviously, Ovechkin is scoring at a ridiculous pace at the age of 36, um, and Shosturkin is taking a very average team to new heights through superhuman goaltending, um, but Jonathan Huberto has just kind of been doing it all. Like I say, uh, he's got eight points in the last five games. He's got 62 on the season, so I fully expect him to have a really good game. Uh, the other thing with the with the Panthers, well, not the other thing, but they they continue to be really really good uh, at scoring goals. They are second in the league for goals for per game. Uh, they score an average of four goals of just over four goals a game. Uh, the Blue Jackets score an average of just over three goals a game. So honestly, if this game ends four three, I wouldn't be upset. Um, but obviously, you know, I would like them to win, but I would also like for uh, us not to be embarrassed. And if I only have to pick one of those things, then uh, that would be that would be my pick. Um, I think it's it's important to play a little bit more conservatively than last time. Um, and honestly, I don't know. I don't really have any deep abiding analysis. For this game, I think maybe just don't let the Panthers get literally 51 shots on goal um, and also score nine goals on those 51 shots. So that's kind of that's kind of my hope. My prediction, I think, is that it's going to be a 5-3 to three win for the Florida Panthers. I would love to be proven wrong. Um, obviously, the Blue Jackets are on a little bit of a streak right now. Uh, the Panthers just beat... Um, the Panthers just beat the Sharks in overtime on Saturday night, so they didn't play last night. They are rested. They are playing tomorrow. They're playing New York tomorrow night, so we might actually see Spencer Knight instead of Bobrovsky, which uh, I like Spencer Knight a lot. I think he's going to turn into a really good goalie. He hasn't been great his rookie season, so uh, that might be something to uh, to watch out for is uh, maybe taking advantage of a backup like we did against... Um, New York. We took advantage of them putting Georgiev in instead of Shosturkin. So if we can get Spencer Knight instead of Bobrovsky, I think that would uh, that would be really good. Um, 
I don't think it's something that the team can rely on necessarily. This uh, this scoring bunch of goals against the backups, but as long as teams are going to put their backups in against us, I think the Blue Jackets should again take advantage of that. Um, because if you don't want to put your top goalie in against the Blue Jackets, then that's fine by me. Um, you know, I'm not here to, to, I'm not too proud to say, yeah, let's score a bunch of goals against the backup, but, uh, it would be nice if they, uh, respected us enough to put their scarter in, but also we need the points, we need the wins. So if that means that we take advantage of a, a very good team playing their backup against a team that they consider to be beneath them, then I am a-okay with that for now. Um... And that's kind of all I've got for you today. Tomorrow, we are going to break down tonight's game against the Panthers. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more fun stuff to talk about. Uh, and then for the rest of the week, I'm going to be starting some draft profiles. Uh, I'm talking to a couple of scouting experts, uh, prospect experts. And uh, with the Blue Jackets having two first-round picks in the upcoming draft, uh, we're going to take a look at some of the, some of the draft picks that... Uh, we could, we could be seeing in Blue Jackets jerseys uh, all the way from Shane Wright down to, you know, some, some lesser-known names. Uh, we're talking about Brad Lambert. We're talking about Cali Odelius. Uh, we're going to talk about Matthew Savoir. Like, just a bunch of a bunch of names that I, I think are going to go in the kind of top 15 of the draft is probably what we'll end up looking at. Uh, and hopefully the Blue Jackets will get to claim at least one of them. So uh, that's going to be... That's going to be the rest of the week, because the Blue Jackets, obviously, they go into the All-Star break, so they don't play again after tonight until the 9th, I think. Uh, so we'll, we'll fill the time with some uh, prospect talk, because the future is bright. Um, but that's all from me today. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.